Hello everybody and welcome back to another Tiro podcast. My name is Danny and welcome to all the listeners here today. And once again, thank you to everybody that is posting in the Tiro Facebook group, Travel Industry Recruitment Opportunities. It is growing every day and we are getting more and more jobs posted into that group, which is great because we're seeing lots more people return back to the industry that they love as well. So welcome along again to another special guest with me today, I have Tony Yurashimu um, from Antella Recruitment. Now, Tony is a 20-year veteran of travel trade recruitment, so he certainly knows what he's talking about. And Tony, welcome. Hi, Danny. Thank you very much for inviting me on. Great. No, good. It's good to have you. And um, the good thing we're going to talk about today, Tony, is the onboarding process. So we're talking about... A candidate is successful. You know, somebody within the group has been successful and they've got their job, they've got their dream job back in the travel industry. Um, the onboarding process is really quite a key part of it, isn't it? Not both, but for both the employer and the employee, isn't yeah, it? Certainly. I mean, um, Danny, with regards to the onboarding process, that will often determine, you know, how successful um, a placement is for both the candidate and the client as well. Um and often the onboarding process is often underestimated, unfortunately. Um, I mean, with a company, there's no second chance to create a first impression. You know, you've you got to get it right first time round. No, definitely. And I think that, well, that's right. And any, any shakes of life with recruitment, isn't it? First impressions count. So, no, of um, course. Of but course. yeah, you know, if, 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 an, if an employee has in, invested the time and they've been successful in the interview process, they want to ensure that the next steps run as smoothly as possible and i'm assuming as an employer you want that as well because you want your new employee to to, to be happy um within the company yeah 100 percent. i mean i've conducted some research as well and basically a well-organized process will help in several ways um obviously the first um new employees feel um comfortable and appreciate from the start which is key you know you, you spent all that time um, energy cost trying to find the right person um, also shows that they become productive more uh, more quickly which obviously is going to benefit the business um, and also as well I mean you know with a carefully organized onboarding process um, colleagues managers know exactly what to do their roles within the onboarding process as well so once the person starts you know it's a lot of blank of oh what do we do next or <laughs> you know what we're going to train this person on you know it, it should be organized from the, the very beginning um, you know you, you hear the stories of people joining companies you know sort of brief sort of 10 minutes and then it, you know it's a case of you know here's your phone here's your pc and uh, off you go really so you know uh, that that doesn't work for anyone and, and as a recruiter I, I wouldn't want to work with companies um you know that, that follow that process um for us as well we spend time um, investing, interviewing people, making sure they're right. Um, so we want to only work with companies where they're, they're going to, you know, follow the process, well, continue the process that we've had in terms of our thoroughness and due diligence, and that you know that is through the onboarding process. Yeah, and I think obviously if somebody does do that, where they're thrown in at, literally at the deep end within sort of half a morning, yeah, it's going to give the completely wrong impression to, to, to the candidate, isn't it? That, yeah. Uh, well, in, where in are they the going to be in two, three weeks' time? You know? Yeah, well, I think in the, there is a phrase called sink or swim, you know, and uh, yeah, not not really sort of a, a phrase you want your, your organisation to be associated with. 
Certainly not, especially if you work in the cruise industry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that, Danny. <laughs> uh, so, with the um, so with the onboarding process, then should the candidate be asking these questions during an interview process? Yeah, it's a good point, actually. There, yeah, you, uh, I would suggest that is you know um, that is a question to ask. Um, good way to phrase it is, you know, can you tell me more about um, you know the support to an, any induction program you have. Um, you know, for new starters, and obviously, if you get a few blank looks or uh, from the interviewer, um, that's probably a bit of a sign that they might not have something in place. Um, so again, that could be a bit of an alarm bell there. Um, so now it's definitely, you know, once you join a company, you, you got to make sure it's right for you. You, you know, you're effectively thinking it's going to be a long, you know, if it's a permanent role, it's going to be a long-term commitment. So you, you want to know that you're going to have the support. Um, from day one, which is going to help you develop as well. Oh, definitely. Um, so, what are the sort of the key sort of tips or things to look for in, in, a, in a really good onboarding process? Okay. Well, look, Danny, I've put together um, sort of five points. Okay. Um, I mean, before the start date, um, all new starters they should receive their contracts uh, and all the details on other conditions which form their sort of working conditions, commission structure, um, if it's appropriate, holiday entitlements prior to the start, okay? Um, so that should all be received, you know, before uh, their, their first day. Um, also, with, with um, the points I'm discuss about um, onboarding process, um, Danny, it's, we're gonna try and make it relevant both to office-based and also if they're remote, okay? So, my first point, um, I suppose uh, key point one is to prepare colleagues for the new employee. So prior to the new employee's first day, an announcement of communication should be sent out to all employees within the company, either in person or over the email, welcoming the, the new person to the company. The announcement should have a, tell them a bit about the new employee's role, about the person itself, the experience, what they'll be doing to the company, sorry, the company once they join, and also encourage uh, you know, all employees to make, make them welcome. Um, when, um, you know, employees are aware of a new staff member ahead of time, they could be prepared to assist them on their first day as well. And, and obviously that, you know, that will go a long way to making the new employee feel welcome. You know, won't have those sort of discussions in the, uh, can, well, canteen saying, oh, hi there, who are you? You know, which doesn't help. Um, so that's my first point. Yeah, so it's basically trying to sort of eradicate that that new boy or girl at school scenario. Exactly, you want them to feel comfortable straight away, you know, yeah. um, and obviously everyone to be aware of who they are, and 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 what they're you know sort of being brought in to do, and and that way they could um, how they can assist them as well, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, my second key point as well is basically ensuring they have all their tools ready before they start. Um, so making sure their PC, laptop phone, email, any parts of CRMs are all set prior, all set up prior to their start. Um, if the person's gonna be remotely based, um, obviously you wanna ensure that any laptop, phone, etc., is delivered to them, you know, a few days beforehand. And also, you know, a sort of a small welcome pack, whether it might include some branded pens, notepad, fruit bowl, you know, um, so, so on their first day, they will have that. Um, I mean, there's nothing worse than a new employee starting and not having the tools that they need. 
and you know creates a bad impression you know so it's essential to have all these in place uh, before the first day yeah certainly i think it, that would almost put doubt in the mind exactly person, isn't it of, of wondering oh my god what have i done why am i here <laughs> yeah. you have those feelings anyway i think because you're always quite anxious going into into the first day of a new job but if you're well, not you're not set up correctly then then the, the, those doubting Thomas's those doubting questions are going to sort of really rear up in the back of your head and no definitely I mean obviously you know you, like say so you do have those sort of first day nerves bit of anxiety keen to create an impression but also as well if you know if you don't have um, everything in place again you're going to question how well organized is this company you know how how well do they communicate internally they've known I've been starting for I don't know three weeks four weeks example you know why is it not ready so yeah that's a big a, a big red flag really to a new starter good okay um my third point as well um is making introductions okay so obviously appreciate everyone's uh, very busy um so you know you should schedule some time for the new employees to meet key people and departments on their first day um they're not expected to remember everyone's name but they'll give them a good overview of also the company's um, infrastructure as well of um you know where do they need to go for certain questions or certain requirements? Uh, it also help them understand, you know, what what uh, their role plays in the overall picture. Um, obviously, if this is the induction's been um, conducted remotely, then obviously can't do that face to face. But you know, plan a schedule with the Zoom calls with the key people, departments, certainly within the first three days. Uh, so yeah, so everyone's aware of each other, and again, that that will help. Um, the new employees settle in well as well. No, good, and I, I think that's it's going to be key because we've talked about it again. There, just like, you know, anxiousness and mindfulness and well-being of staff now is so key and critical. Uh, yeah, of course. It's certainly over these last sort of fourteen, fifteen months. I think the welfare of the staff has, has been sort of paramount to any company um, ensuring through the remote working or the furlough system, etc. But if you can get that right from day one. You're just giving that reassurance to the to the new starter, aren't you? Hundred um, percent, you know, definitely. And again, it's it's a key point that is not always a you know it's not always fits within into the onboarding process. So with that, I you know I, I looked into this. So with the, with that, then that probably coincides with the stat that twenty five percent of new starters leave a job within three months if the onboarding process isn't isn't key, isn't right, isn't it? That's correct. Um, so obviously they, you know, they'll look at it on a long-term basis as well. So you know, if, if if they can't get my first, you know, three months right, what what is, uh, you know, what's it going to be in uh, like long-term for me as well? Yeah. Um, so obviously you've, you've, I think we've mentioned it already. You spent all this time finding that person, costs, investment, so forth. You, you know, you you want to make sure that they settle in well and. They, they become as productive as possible as soon as possible, really. Yeah, you want them to hit the ground running. Yeah, and obviously that, that will really determine on how, how much time you invest in them in on the, um, the onboarding process. Definitely, definitely. Um, okay. Yep, yeah, cool. Um, fourth point as well, <laughs> okay. Again, very, very key factor is allow plenty of time for training, okay. Um, so effectively, the first week the new employer should really focus on training. Okay, um, 
you know, you mentioned about, you know, sometimes people bring on um, experienced consultants with the view that they're going to hit the ground running. Um, but as a thought, even if the employee has performed the same job function somewhere else, you know, there are bound to be differences between the companies. Um, so having the training plan in place is, is vital, really, um, because although they might have done, you know, performed the same role somewhere else, previous company and the new company might have different um, processes, procedures, company rules, expectations, and so forth. So they need to, you know, um, be set out at the beginning. Um, so it's not so much training an experienced person on what to do. It's more, you know, the, the procedures and um, processes. Well, obviously, if the person's new to the job, you know, that the um, the training program is, is still very key and, and um, a big indicator of that person will be successful is not really. Um, also, what what recommend doing as well, um, assigning a mentor uh, from the employees department that they're going to be in. Someone who's maybe been at the company for a period of time, someone who's got good people skill as well, someone who's going to help that, um, that new employee feel welcome, um, someone who's going to develop a good rapport with them. So if they've got any questions, that they you know they won't have hesitations in answering those and also help them through um, their, their training period as well yeah and i think tr training we, we say this every day but you do learn something new every day you know so training 100%. is always evolving and like you just said i think if you had all the experience in the world of going into doing that particular role the culture of the company will be different the process will be different so i think it would be completely naive if somebody didn't go in expecting training uh to, 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 to pay happening and obviously mentoring I think that's brilliant you know if you can get a mentor that can assist you with the way yeah 100% and 100% learn. and on the flip side of that if you are that mentor that will look really great on your CV yeah well, forward, definitely and also um, it helps you know recognition within the company as well that you know you're that um, go-to go person for new yeah. for new people mentoring so that you know that that can help you in your development within the company as well you know um, so no, again, another key point. I think all the points so far we've mentioned are pretty key, but they they all sort of work in line with each other. Um, so yeah, I mean that leads us on to I suppose the the final key point as well because with the onboarding process, some companies think you know it only lasts for you know first week, second week, and so forth, but actually it's a long term process. Um, so you know key. Key point five, really, you want to be a range of follow-ups and set development plans and goals. Um, you want to commit to your first 30 days, nine, uh, 60 days and 90 day check-ins with the new employees. Um, even if the employee you feel is doing well and you feel they don't need the evaluation, you should still meet with them, um, you know, just to discuss. Um, they, I mean, they might have something they want to discuss, any ideas, uh, or they might have seen how... Uh, one of your processes work they might have a suggestion as well you know you need to have a I suppose an, an open um, line of communication um, and also as well it's a chance for you to find their, uh, their feedback on your their on their onboarding process from the employee's perspective you know you can find out what they liked what they didn't like uh, what improvements you can make um, and that will um, help you improve your process if required um, that would be beneficial in the long run when onboarding other new employees as well. 
No, I totally agree. And I think that should come probably from both your inline or team manager or line manager, but also from the HR department because they're going to be looking at it from an outside and a completely different perspective to yeah. the line manager. So, no, you, you know, that, that the onboarding process isn't just a, a short-term thing. It certainly no. has to be... Uh, there needs to be a commitment to it. Yes. You know? Um, also, during that time as well, Danny, it's, it's a good time to sit down, discuss goals, objectives, targets... Uh, that are expected on, on, on either party as well, from either party. So everyone knows exactly what is required from the offset. Um, I mean, effectively, the first few weeks um, are key to a new hire's outlook on your company. You know, positive or negative, really, that's going to set the tone uh, for the relationship with the business in the long term. You know, and that will help reduce attrition rates as well. Um, obviously, when... Um, you know, when new people join a company and colleagues see new people leave, that sort of raises a, a few question marks for themselves as well. You know, you, you want to have a, I suppose, a, a consistent uh, workforce that is going to grow and develop together. Yeah, a revolving door pro, uh, company <laughs> never looks great for anybody no. that's, uh, that's looking in, especially yeah. now that you've got all these other platforms like Glassdoor and, and exactly, that, can, yeah. that people can go and read about, you know. You want to be able to, to show what yeah. your company can do. Tony, that's 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 brilliant. Um, obviously, you're a co-founder now of Antella Recruitment, which is a brand new travel recruitment company. Yeah. Um, which is great. Was, Congratulations. Thank um, you. So, I was going to say, although new, um, we're not new in, in a way, because myself <laughs> and my co-founder have over 40 years combined travel recruitment experience. So... Uh, but no, it's, it's good. I mean, we cover all travel verticals, including tour operations, aviation, business travel, you know, recruiting at all levels. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, we've only been going uh, for the last couple of weeks and we've seen um, ourselves um, more job opportunities out there, which is encouraging. Um, we've had several people register with us as well. So, yeah, I, I suppose it's a good time to thank everyone within the travel industry for all their support so far, really. Uh, myself and my co-founder, Eleanor, you know, very humbled. And, yeah, you know, we, we really appreciate it. Excellent. And obviously, if you want to register, you can go on to the website, antellarecruitment.com, uh, yep. isn't it? Uh, nice. No, well, close. antellarecruitment.co.uk. Sorry. Um, that's okay. There, there is a, a register me section where you could up upload multiple CVs and, and, and also manage your, your own account as well. Brilliant. And of course, Tony and Eleanor are both in the TRO Facebook group, so you can contact them via there um, and any opportunities that you guys will be getting, I'm sure you'll be sharing them within the group. No, the... we'll start sharing those as well. Um, you know, at the end of the day, um, we are committed to helping people get back into the travel industry. Um, you know, it's been a tough year for a lot of people. Um, obviously today, is the officially well the end of it's illegal to travel so <laughs> and also our um, hospitality colleagues as well um, great to see that they're all going to be um, you know going back to work theatres casinos and so forth a bit more sort of normality for them as well so you know f fingers crossed you know um, that we are starting to move in the, in the right direction now so you know um, I think we we all need that really definitely I think you're right I think we are seeing the, the green shoots, the light at the end of the tunnel, as they say, you know, with those first flights departing today. And, and I appreciate not all tour operators are operating, but those that are, that are getting out there, the, the pent-up demand for travel. Yeah, no, 100%. Huge. 
um, and, right. and hospitality in general. I think that'll be evident today from, from when we recorded this, all the news channels will have people yeah. eating and dining <laughs> and, and drinking inside because you could guarantee as soon as the hospitality opened up for outside drinking, the weather was certainly going to change. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, of course. It's good that they, uh, you know, everyone could eat inside now because obviously, yeah, the weather has taken a, you know, a turn for the worse, unfortunately. And obviously we're expecting the next green list and I think it's two weeks time three weeks time um, let's hope there's more sort of countries islands on there um, you know that people could could um, get out to really so you know fingers crossed we, we're gonna have a, a, a more positive green list this time round. yeah certainly the way is forward that's the most most important thing so Tony that's great thanks very much for the insight there on no, the onboarding process thank and, you and thank the, you Danny yeah no it's really important I think that everybody gets that key elements right certainly from both aspects the candidate and the and the employer so um once again thanks everybody for listening and thank remember you to keep sharing the the facebook group with your colleagues and peers and friends we'll get more and more people in there the more people we're getting the more jobs we're getting shared the more people will get back into work which is great so thanks everybody thank you thanks danny appreciate you inviting me on and yeah thank you to everyone and and hope everyone has a good week ahead Thank you, Tony.